Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, <coughs> excuse me, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, March 18th, 2022, and today we're reading from the big book, and we're on page XXII, the forward to the third edition, the third and fourth paragraph, the basic principles of AA program, through those two paragraphs ending with sharing experience, strength, and hope. And the readers are today, and thank you for your service, for the 12 steps, Tenzin P, 12 traditions, Nosa J, and reading the text are Janice PM and Anne Marie M, and Betsy G is our backup. The newcomer greeter is Marge O, and the host of the second hour is Matt JF. The reference numbers for Thursday, March 17th, 2022, for the 7 a.m. meeting is 18,696. That's 18696. And for the 10 a.m. meeting is 18,697. That's 18697. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Tenzin P to read the 12 steps. Thank you very much, Tenzin P, checking in from New York City. So grateful to be here. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, asked, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, 
praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs, wishing everyone a blessed day of miracles. Thank you. Thank you, Tenzin. Okay, I will now ask Nosa J to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Nosa J, compulsive overeater in Houston, Texas. Uh, these are the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a, desi- is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declaring outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for your service. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Nosa. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions of reco- for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers, it's six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book. We're on page Roman numeral XXII 22. That's the forward to the third edition, the third paragraph, the basic principles of the AA program, reading through two paragraphs, ending with sharing experience, strength, and hope. And I will ask Janice PM to begin reading. Well, good morning to you, KDF and everyone. My name is Janice PM. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Boston, Massachusetts. 
The basic principles of the AA program, it appears, hold good for individuals with many different lifestyles, just as the program has brought recovery to those of many different nationalities. The 12 nationalities, the 12 steps that summarize the program, here goes, I'm going to butcher it, may be called Los Los Dios Pasos in one country, which is Spanish, which I don't know how to pronounce, and Les Dizos Atapis, and that's French in another. But they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the early members of Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, in spite of the great increase in the size and the span of this fellowship, at its core, it remains simple and personal. Each day, somewhere in the world, recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope. Well, please forgive me. All I know what those words mean in Spanish and French are the 12 steps. The 12 steps. The basic principles of these 12 steps are universal. Doesn't just go for people that live in Massachusetts or New York uh, or Canada uh, or the United States. It's from all over the world. I mean, it's universal. And it holds so good for each one of us, you and I. And we all have different lifestyles. Uh, But it works because that's what the message is going to be about is recovery. The steps will give me recovery. It will, will cast out the obsession of this torrential, like rain, uh, illness that I had, that I have. I still have it. It's just that I'm not practicing the illness today. And uh, if you could trace the same path that the pioneers of this program way, way back in 39, 35, right? And now, no matter what the increase is, no matter what the increase is at its core, which means at its center, what is the center, the heartbeat, the center of my my being is the core, is the heartbeat. And for us in this program, it is the 12 steps. It's not a specific sponsor. It's not a, it's not a food plan. It's the principles that we receive, we study on a daily basis from this, uh, these 12 steps. Because we have a common denominator. We have a problem. We all have the same problem. But you see, we have the solution. And the solution, the message that we try to carry is that I had, we've had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps. To carry this message, what's the message? Recovery, recovery, recovery from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You know, it produces an attitude change. How can that be done? Well, of course, I feel um, that it's uh, God through these steps that have changed me. Is it simple? Mm, It's simple, but it's not easy. 
Who wants to be honest all the time? I know how to be dishonest, but I'm learning on a daily basis to have honesty, to have integrity. And this is what happens when one gets recovered. I don't care where you live, who you are, what race you are, what religion you are. If you've been recovered like I have and many on this, in this room, um, through the 12 steps, certainly we can, it, we're going to share how we were, what happened in the hope of what we are now. And thank you so much. And I pass. Okay. Thank you, Janice PM for getting us started. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So who else would like to share on these two paragraphs on page Roman numeral 22? Rick J. Anne Marie M. Okay, Rick J. Charles. Melissa C. Anne Marie. Sandy C. Um, Lisa N. Charles A. Melissa C. Yes, I got you, Charles and Melissa C. Okay, there's one person I missed. Let's see. I have Rick J. Charles H. Nancy R. Anne Marie M. Melissa C. Lisa N. And I feel like there was one more person that said their name that I missed. Sandy C. Sandy C., that's who it was. Okay, thank, thank you. you. This is our first lineup. Rick J., Charles H., Nancy R., Anne Marie M., Melissa C., Lisa N., and Sandy C. Go ahead, please, Rick J., followed by Charles H. Uh, good morning, everybody. And uh, my name is Rick J. I am recovered compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. I think what I really am... Um, connecting with this morning is each day somewhere in the world recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic sharing experience strength and hope and yeah thank you for for getting us uh started janice and um what i need to remember too is that uh, that's why i'm here is someone connected with me and carried the message and you know, I was already going to meetings. It wasn't like some lone compulsive overeater came and found me. Um, sort of like when, uh, you know, Ebby and Bill and Bill and Bob, you know, I had been going to meetings and I was sitting in the middle of a room feeling kind of isolated and I'm I just, I don't know, I, I was caring and always finding ways to be different from everybody in the room and then uh you know my Abby came uh up and talked to me and connected with me and you know and there was this connection that's what it was there was suddenly there was this you know a meeting of the minds a meeting of the heart a meeting of the soul and suddenly I knew this person knew me almost better than I knew myself, you know, and it was amazing. And, you know, I, uh, I take that experience and, and it's a part of me now. And anytime I'm, I'm connecting with someone anytime, anywhere, I always want to give them that part of me, you know, and actually I'm giving them that part of someone else 
all the way back to to uh, Abby. <laughs> really, there's that part that's the ultimate pay it forward. You know, we're simply carrying a message of that experience, strength, and hope. You know, and uh, like we shared, it, it was like what I was like. You can identify, you can relate. What happened to me, and what I'm like now, and to be able to see that difference, but experience that difference, just like uh, you know, we find out with uh, with Bill looking at Abby, there was something about his eyes. And it was God. That was the God of of Abby's understanding, and and uh, I'm very grateful that it it can be simply the God of our understanding. It doesn't have to be the God of anyone else's understanding, but there's something there. There's something going on with that person. There's some power. There's some special newness that uh, that language of the heart carries forward for us. And uh, and that's Fine, a, sacred, a sacred gift and a sacred trust, and I'm very grateful to be able to do that. With that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Okay, Charles H., you're up, followed by Nancy R. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater. So in the second tradition, second edition, we talked about, you know, how the program got started with Bill and Bob and, you know, Alcoholics Number 3 uh, recovered immediately. We talked about the percentages. Then, uh, of course, we talked about the traditions, which is very important, and people poo-poo on it. But and, and, and so we have room for opportunity. So now we're in the third edition where it talks about different nationalities, and, you know, you could call it different things. But the thing is, it talks about the basic principles of the AA program. The principles which I've been taught is the 12 steps. I like what it says on page 58, and I'm going to flip it a little bit where it says, Thoroughly, we have seen people fail who really follow our path. And the path they're talking about is the principles in the 12 steps. No more kicking the can up the road talking about, you know what, I'm great. I'm so recovered. I haven't had a resentment since Bill W. was uh, whatever, right? So, like, that's fake imperfection. Like, if I was perfect, I wouldn't be in an Overeaters Anonymous meeting. I wouldn't be in a mental illness program. Right? So like 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 don't worry about the background noise. Focus on the main event, which is the basic principles in the AA program. I feel so great that yo, like yo, program is so dope. You may call it dose uh etapas or what I call it the twelve joints and I don't smoke nothing. I call it the twelve joints and the twelve joints saved my life. They saved my life. I made some big boy moves this week, and um, I'm free, man. I'm free because of the principles of the AA program. So I like to say good morning, good morning, good morning to all, and make it a beautiful day. And with that, I'm off this. Thank you, Charles. Nancy R., you're up, followed by Anne Marie M. Good morning. I'm Nancy R., a recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, I was just really um, touched again with the um, somewhere recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another. Um, you know, I've been in this program for years and um, started working the vision for you last fall. Um, started 
working, uh, maybe more specific, started working with a recovered sponsor in um, these steps as, as they are in the big book last fall. And I thank God that we, part of the steps are talking with another alcoholic. Um, I had a couple of calls yesterday from uh, people newer in the program, and it was such a gift for me. And I'm sponsoring a couple of people, and it's such a gift for me. And I hadn't done that in a long time before um, before last fall. And so I'm really grateful because I need that as much as the new person needs it. And um, the other thing I was thinking about is this, that we trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the earliest members of AA. And um, there's the other thing, since I've been studying the big book as a text book, that I think for the first time, I know for the first time um, in all the years I've been in program that I am tracing exactly the same path to recovery as the earliest members of AA. So I'm grateful for this reading this morning and for all of you. Thanks. Thank you so much. Okay, Anne-Marie M., you're up, followed by Melissa C. Anne-Marie, star one. There we go. Okay, okay, you can hear me now, I'm guessing. All right, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Katie. Good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Anne Marie M. Through God's grace recovered from compulsive overeating. What's, uh, the word that um, stood out to me this morning was the word simple. And it reminded me on page 14 uh, in Bill's story when he, he says, simple but not easy, a price had to be paid. I've struggled uh, trying to get abstinent for many, many years, and I complicated the heck out of it. And um, I've done so many different assignments and worked so hard to um, get it, you know, to get this abstinent thing. And, um, you know, I realized that it is a simple program. And when I'm sponsoring people now, I I I follow the book as it's designed. The directions in the book are very clear, they're precise, and um, very, you know, simple. They're very simple. It's not easy. It's not easy. It wasn't easy for me to look into my background and do that fourth step and then to admit to another person and then to do the sixth step and, you know, to, uh, in the ninth. Those things were not easy, but very simple because it's laid out in the big book. The other thing that drew my attention was the principles, and as I said earlier, the, the steps. And um, I don't know who, but someone came up with principles like honesty, hope, trust, humility, brotherly love, perseverance. And it's um, and it says hold good. Um, it says it appears hold good for individuals with many different lifestyles, not only lifestyles, but everyone in the world. Can you imagine if everyone in the world would adhere to these principles. 
uh, spiritual awareness, have love and service for others. Uh, we wouldn't have wars. You know, it's what a wonderful program. It's This program was divinely written. This book was divinely written, I believe. And the other thing that uh, stood out to me was fellowship as it, um, in the second paragraph, fellowship at its core remains simple and personal. And that reminded me, because I was just going over this with someone in, um, I'm sponsoring, we were in this, there is the solution, um, but the, it's italicized on page 18, but the problem drinker who has found the solution, who is properly armed with facts about himself and can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic, uh, I'm sorry, can generally win the, the entire confidence of another alcoholic in a few hours. And it's one alcoholic speaking to another, one compulsive overeater speaking to another. Uh, sharing um, experience, strength, and hope. And I do my best to do that, to share what happened to me, what it was like before, the struggles that I've gone through. Time, and please. What it's like, and what it's like now, and to offer them hope. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Anne-Marie M., Melissa C., you're up, followed by Lisa M., Hey, good morning, Katie. Thank you so much for your service this morning and and many mornings. <laughs> My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in New York, and I read this and I think, my God, I'm so lucky that I got this. You know, we've got this recipe basically that works for people no matter what your language is, right? There's these basic ingredients, and it wouldn't matter what you call it, right? If, if the ingredient for this recipe required milk, I could call it leche. I could call it whatever I want, right? So it, it transfers into many different languages, many different lifestyles. And basically what it is is a step-by-step set of directions that gives us an experience with the miraculous. That we actually, what happens is, you know, God enters our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. And it can cure us of, of any one of our problems and difficulties, and it wouldn't matter where you are. It can be replicated over and over and over again. And how does it begin? Well, it didn't begin. I'll tell you how it didn't begin for me. It didn't begin for me with fluffy emotional appeal. You know, it didn't begin for me when people sat me down and gave me lovingly a good talking to or even, you know, I want to say, like, as much as I love meetings, it didn't actually begin for me at a meeting either. You know, I got sparks of it at a meeting. Where it really begins is where one person sat down and shared in the order experience, strength, and hope. And I think, I think that's important, too, that we don't start with the hope. We actually start with the experience because that's what we can identify in. I think every word in this book, in the order that it's presented, is so deliberate. And so when we share what draws me in first of the experiences, the crushing, painful experiences of other people, the strength, strength that they found through God, and that gives me hope. And um, thanks for that all have. Thank you, Melissa. Lisa N., you're up, followed by Sandy C. Good morning, everyone. This is Lisa N. from Wisconsin. 
thank you, Katie, for your service this morning. Um, yeah, it isn't easy. It isn't easy. When I started, I didn't get it at all. I, it took me two years before I really started to understand. And was, well, I, I had to have the gift of desperation. That's what I needed. But I can't explain this program to other people who are outside of it because it takes it takes what it takes, I guess. But what I found is this this indescribable pro- program. I found that God is not only good, but He is fun, and He has me sharing experience, strength, and hope with people all over the world. I I really feel in part because of the pandemic and what has happened, and I'm on the ten step train, and I feel like that experience, strength, and hope just bolsters me. It help it helps me each day, and um, I'm just so lucky to have it because it's there's serendipity involved. I mean, I can talk to somebody in another country. And we can be experiencing a similar thing together that is just unbelievable. His wisdom is matchless. Um, anyway, I just, I, I was inspired to just speak a little bit. So thank you, everybody, for being on the meeting and uh, listening. Have a good day. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, Sandy C., you're up. And then we'll open thank it up for more shares. Thank you very much. My name is Sandy C. I'm a recovered compulsive eater, and I'm in Massachusetts. And um, ditto everything everybody said, especially the last speaker who talked about the gift of the pandemic is this discovery of Zoom and this discovery of um, people all over the world. And um, I, I grew up with a love of languages and studied a whole bunch of them as a child. Oh, I'm going to cry, but happy tears. And um, just kind of forgot all that in busyness and addiction and food and um, then spent so much time identifying out of the program instead of identifying in. And even when I sort of returned on my knees in 2012, still furiously um, clinging to my uniqueness, my terminal uniqueness, and um, just just astonished this morning and one of the um i've gotten to hear people qualify in other languages and it's so powerful to hear someone in brazil speak something that is true for me for me to identify in with that person and um you know to give away just like the other person said just give away 10 steps all over the world it just tickles me and um i know that when non-native English speakers speak and maybe struggle with a word or two. It's so lovely and charming and endearing and delicious. And that's who we are when we um, talk in other languages. And um, I have a friend in the UK who sort of complains vociferously that, you know, we're, the program is um, US centric. Uh, we tend to live in Eastern time and think everybody else should adapt. And, you know, we're certainly going through adaptation right now because of daylight savings time changes. And it's all just beautiful and glorious. And um, 
I said to her something that I really needed to hear. You know, I spent a lot of time with what do these white men from 1935 have to say to me? Um, But everything starts somewhere, right? Everything starts in the space between two people. And so it just, this program happened to start in the space between two white guys in Ohio. And, you know, we celebrate that on this, on this line and it's so great. And I've become, you know, an amateur, um, a lover of AA history. I mean, nowhere near the, um, my goal in that, but just what a delicious thing to do. And now I'm one of the people on this line that's exuberant and excited. When I first got here, I was like, oh, Lordy, these people are way too excited for me. And now I'm identifying in. I am excited to be here. And um, and it's just been, just been uh, a huge gift to rekindle that love of languages and to celebrate it in the program. So I thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Okay, so if you just joined us, we're on page uh, Roman numeral 22, the forward to the third edition, reading the last two paragraphs. Um, who else would like to share if you haven't shared in the last two days? Genus. name. Roz G. Genus. Jessica um, F. Name. Lisa C. Ginger C. Okay. Okay, just a second. Okay, I have Jean S. on M. Roz G. I feel like I missed someone there. And then Lisa C. and Ginger C. Did I miss someone? Anyone else Jessica want to share? S. Jessica, Jessica S. Jessica S. Okay. Kristen H. Kristen H. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's um, that should be take us out. So um, maybe one more. If there's any one more. Okay, well we'll just wait and see. So I have Jean S, on M, Roz G, Jessica S, Lisa C, Ginger C, and Kristen H. Go ahead, please, Jean, followed by Anne. Good morning. This is Jean S, a recovered compulsive overeater from Utah. And um, it, in May, it'll be a year since I've been on a vision for you. And I was immediately impressed to hear uh, people from other countries coming online, you know, Israel, England, Ireland, uh, Sweden. And, and if there's others, I apologize for not uh, remembering. But um, that was fascinating to me that that something that started so long ago, right, in Ohio, which is the state of my birth, and I didn't even know this. <laughs> I've only learned this in, since May of last year. But um, So I'm always amazed and grateful, and, and to hear the other states that are on the line. It's, it's amazing to me that we can get together in this fashion, um, all with a, a mental twist, and an uh, uh, allergy of the body and and come together because we understand each other and how difficult um, life has been. But also the freedom that comes as we work the 12 steps to, you know, uh, with the help of a sponsor, realizing, re- truly realizing that this is God-driven 
and truly a divine program. And I'm very grateful for it. I'm grateful for all who come here, no matter where you're from, because I learned so much for you. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jean. Okay, on M, you're up, followed by Roz G. Hi, Katie. This is Anne Him here, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Ireland. Can that be heard okay? Yes. Brilliant. Thanks, Katie, and thanks for your great service. And uh, wow, what a meeting and what power, you know, two great paragraphs. And I'm just hearing so much. My mind is like, whoa, gosh, there's so much hope and so much comfort in these two paragraphs. Um, yeah, just hearing, you know, the first speaker talked about universal and that word just, you know, it's so, I suppose it's so comforting for me to know that no matter what country I'm in, what addiction I have, what I look like, what I earn, who I know, I can still get recovery once I take these simple steps. And I loved, you know, lots of people talked about simple but not easy. And, and, and you know, the, the bottom line for me is, you know, it is a simple program, but obviously I'm not a simple person and I make everything very complex and complicated. But, you know, I think it's simple and, and personal. And that's the part, you know, that brings in that emotional stuff and that emotional build up. And uh, there's a speaker on the line that speaks a lot about, you know, step one. And I love it. It's kind of seen it in a different. It's the same step one, but it's seen it in a different way. You know, I'm powerless over my emotions and my food is unmanageable and that's why it's so that's why I find it so so difficult you know I had to be desperate dying and doomed to come into to to a program that would make me look at my past make me look at my behavior find I had to find a power greater than myself to help me to to first of all to to put down the food and and secondly to live a spiritual life and that's a big ask. It's a big ask. You have to be hopeless, dying, desperate, doomed, and know the progression of this disease and that it's fatal. And for me, it is, it is, it is life or death. And I want it, and I'm glad that I have come to a place where I really know in my heart of hearts that I will die in this disease if I don't take the action. And I also love, you know, the part where it's about fellowship and it's, you know, each day somewhere in the world recovery begins um, and when one alcoholic talks with another, sharing experience, strength and hope. And that for me is comfort as well. It's just, it's really for me tradition age, I suppose, you know, that we don't need to have, it's, it's non-professional. We don't need to have any qualification. We just share our experience strength and hope and it's you know it's it's basically we can start and we can help each other from where we're at and all and also meet people and meet sponsees where they're at and carry this message and it's a powerful message and a gift to be able to give it and also a gift to be able to receive it and with that i pass and thanks again katie for your great service Thank you, Ann. Okay, um, next we have Roz G, followed by Jessica S. Good morning, everybody. My name is Roz G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Palmdale, California. And this meeting has been like sitting in the bleachers of a game where the speak, where the sharers have been on the sidelines with pom-poms rooting for the, the, 12, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous. I've taken the 12 steps in four different programs, 
And this, these 12 steps have taught me how to, be, how to live out by spiritual principles. It has changed me as a person. My ego has been reduced at depth. I work for God. God is my employer. He is my director. He is the principal. And yes, I'm a human being and I have all kinds of feelings that I have to deal with every day. But there's a lady that I, and I, I, I write down my food and I share it with her every day. And she's so kind about it. And I have a sponsor that I talk to once a week. And she's so kind to me. And I have sponsors that, sponsees that I talk to every morning just about. And I simply share what these steps have done for me. And, when it, and, and yes, when it comes to the international thing, I love being, you know, I know there's no such thing as a, the, the, the big book doesn't say a 10-step train, but I love being on this train because I've gotten to get uh, talked intimately with people in different countries. And uh, Saturday, last Saturday afternoon, I, I'm going through some stuff with my daughter. I needed to do a 10th step like right away, and I'm on the WhatsApp too. And I talked to some guy from Norway, a man from Norway, who knows what time of the night it was for him. I said, do you, can you hear a 10th step? And he said, yes. We, I was driving in my car. I don't know what he was doing. And he understood me and spoke to me in his broken English. And we prayed in, in his broken English and my, and my broken emotions. We prayed for, for my daughter. And it, it was such a beautiful experience. This program has given me freedom. And my life is so exciting. And I have so many wonderful things that I'm looking forward to in the next, in, in my life, just in general, every day, whether I'm feeling shitty or not. I know that I have tools and I have this book and I have you people and I'm never alone anymore. And thank you. I pass. Thank you, Roz. Jessica S. followed by Lisa C. Yes, this is Jessica. Um, oh, sorry. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, yes. So this is Jessica S. I'm from Ohio. Uh, when I first came to this program, I kept identifying out. I kept um, thinking that these people don't identify me because they weren't, like, hearing impaired like I was because I have a uh, special disability. And when we read um, page 17 of the big book where it said we are average Americans, um, all sections of this country and many of this occupation are represented as as well as many political, economic, social, and religious um, backgrounds. I was like, wait a minute, this doesn't identify, this doesn't, I don't identify. But then when I went to the AA website, they actually have, um, they actually have American Sign Language, uh, the book in American Sign Language. And I was like, oh, maybe they do, maybe, maybe I can relate with them. Maybe I can identify with this, these people, even though English is my first language and American Sign Language is my second language because um, I have, you know, I have cochlear implant. And without that, I'm basically, I'm deaf, you know. And I was like, how can a deaf person identify with someone in a hearing community because, and I was just like, 
you know, it's just don't do that to yourself. But then when I went to the back of the book, there were stories of people that have uh, disabilities, such as in the story, one that takes it all, uh, where a woman was basically legally blind and she did the steps. And you know what, the more I read it, you know, after my group had initially read it, I was like, you know what, I have no, I have no excuses except to work this program. And this program had been a, a lifesaver because, you know, when I came into the program, I was like, I can't relate to the world. I don't, I don't fit in with the hand world, and I don't fit in with the deaf world. So where do I fit in? It's like I have one foot in one world. But you know what? This book is this book is universal for all backgrounds, with all people who who have uh, disability, and as um, a hearing impaired person, this is really um, a a blessing that you guys have American Sign Language. Uh, I mean, the big book in American Sign Language. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, Lisa C., you're up, followed by Ginger C. Hi, everybody. I'm Lisa C. I'm a compulsive overeater um, from New York. I live in New Jersey. I work in New York. I guess I'm never going to shake New York. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I I just felt compelled to share because I think that to me, I'm always very interested in the small seed change in my life. Uh, and the and the small seed impacts that um, that people have on me and and that maybe I could be blessed to have on others and so you know like when I think about the fact that um, you know I I struggle tremendously with introversion and isolation like many of you and um, you know being being required. <laughs> by my sponsor to make outreach calls has been like a very painful uh, kicking and screaming process for me. Um, it's, getting, it's getting better, um, but I think that also having a home group is, is, a, is a challenge for me. Um, I feel like I have a home group, but I don't feel at all really connected to the home group, although it's the place where I did get connected to the person who is my sponsor who's taking me through the steps. Um, but I, I think what I want to say is that um, something that really probably everybody here knows, but maybe I just need to remind myself because it's something that changes my life every single time, which is that um, I have the power to change someone's life with a smile. I have the power to change someone's entire mood, day, experience, life with friendliness and kindness and openness from my heart. I have the, I have the ability to, to impact change in a very small but a very large way by holding open the door, by smiling, by being friendly. And I think that that, to me, connects to all of the literature about the newcomer, how sacred the newcomer is. That is something that this meeting, that vision, has so locked down. You make this so, so clear to everybody that the newcomer is precious and sacred and belongs here because you flood that newcomer with so much openness and attention. 
And I think that's what every newcomer needs. They need for those with strong recovery to set aside everything else and, and let them be front and center, let them feel connected, that, that you would go across the aisle for them to show them that they belong here. That is a true gift that I believe comes from God that we're all capable of, whether we're recovered or not, that we can um, show that kindness and grace, extend ourselves to others um, the way that God extends himself to us every moment. Thank you. I pass. Thank you so much, Lisa. Okay, Ginger C, you're up, followed by Kristen H. Good morning, Katie. Ginger, Thank you for your service. There you are. Mm-hmm. Yep, good morning. Thank you. Um, Ginger C, a real compulsive overeater in Colorado. And it remains simple every day, each day, somewhere in the world, recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another. And this meeting is just giving me such tremendous gratitude. Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank you, God, that this began for so many of us that are sick and suffering and that there's so many 12-step rooms and that there is a message of hope. And I just had this miracle moment yesterday because, guys, it's only a few days with the food down and it is painful and it is not easy. And my friend says, Ginger, if it's easy, don't you think the rooms would be filled with recovery? But I came so close only days with the food down to go back because that's the nightmare. Once you do put the food down, you got to work quickly because you don't really have this power and this relief. And the food just screams to you day after day, especially those beginning days. And it was shouting in my office, just go. It's soda bread time. It's St. Patrick's time. We got a party. We got to have this food. Who cares about OA? It's never going to work for you anyway. And I was buying every single lie that my brain was filling me with. And I was determined to go get that bite. And it's not far. It's just right across the street at the hospital. And I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew where I was going. And I knew what I was getting. And thank God for just that one other member of Overeaters Anonymous that was there for me in that moment that kept close to me, kept shouting back recovery messages through text because I couldn't pick up the phone in my office. And it's just a miracle. I just can't even believe I did not eat yesterday. Everything in me was about the food and I was done. I was returning and I was going to give up again because that's what I've known for these past days, just relapse over and over. So some of the texts that came through, How will you feel about it tomorrow? Will you be happy that you ate? Will it improve your life at all? And will it help anyone else? And, you know, that's the reality. This worldwide pandemic, this pain that so many of us are bumping up in, so many more have gone into the food, this isolation, being in our homes. And that is one reason why I'm fighting harder, not even for me and my recovery, because I know if I get out of this and I get back to a fit spiritual condition, I have a chance to help that person that's in that pain. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Ginger. Kristen H., you're up. Hi, this is Kristen H., a compulsive overeater in Houston, Texas. May I be heard? Yes. Great. Thank you so much. 
You know, I have been witness to this miracle in myself um, over the past two weeks, and I'm nothing but grateful. And I love this passage because it reminds me that this program is for everybody and everywhere. And the warmth and the from the fellowship that I feel, the guidance from my higher power that I feel, and the the peace that I'm feeling, having gotten through what someone previously described as the like just tough times of the, of the first days, makes me so grateful for the for this book and this program and for the people who pick up the phone, who call me, who 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 are there for me, who tell me their stories in a, in a way that they're always available to help me. And they, and I don't feel judged. I can fall over and over again. And there's someone to extend their hand and say, I'll help you up. I'll show you what's, what's over the horizon. And I'll show you the way to the light. I'll point the way to the light. And all of you are guides for me. And I'm just so blessed to be here. Um, my heart is so full and um, I'm finding a peace and a quiet that I haven't had for months and months and months, if not a year. And it's just so wonderful to be back into the fold. And I haven't had to hurt myself with food for two weeks now. And it's, I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much for letting me share. And I'll pass. Thank you, Kristen. Okay, we have time for two, a two-minute share if someone would like to take that spot. Anita L. Go ahead, Anita. Good morning, everybody. I'm Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. Um, I just wanted to share because the very first speaker shared that we have an attitude change. You know, my thinking changes because I found the solution. I've worked the 12 steps many times. Many times in this program. However, this, you know, they're accumulative. They're not for naught that I had relapses also because I learned and grew from all of those. I say that my relapse is a learning opportunity and an opportunity is something positive. And um, I'm going through a lot of emotional stuff right now. I have been for a while. We all are. However, uh, the pain is deep right now. And I don't have to take that first bite. How is that possible? How is that possible? Well, I'm doing a lot of spiritual work. You know, people have shared simple but not easy. A price has to be paid. And what is my price? Living and breathing recovery. I'm not just going to a meeting. I'm not just going to two meetings a day. I'm doing a lot of things. And I'm sponsoring somebody right now who's brand new in the program. She knows nothing about the 12 steps. And it's so exciting to me because I can share what I was given. And I say to her, I am no different than anybody else. And if it works for me, it can work for you too. And last night I was able to experience a beautiful meeting uh, via Zoom, 
and I heard the recovery, and it worked for her, and she's a shining example. She's on this line right now. She shared already this morning, and that's how it works, one sharing with another, how we can get together. It's a we program, and and the other day we started, my sponsee and I started reading the Thank you. With that, I pass. Thank you so much. Okay, so thank you to everyone who shared this morning. Please join us for second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. And the share ID for today, Friday, March 18th, 7 a.m. meeting is 18,704. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Anne-Marie M. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Anne-Marie M., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if you have your own house if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.